I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 27 of the Parenting Tools Podcast. My name is Jordan. And my name is Jason. This is the podcast where myself and Jordan talk about the extremely, extremely, extremely top tools <laughs> and good advice that we give, but don't follow ourselves. We don't give advice. Exactly. Never mind. Good advice. <laughs> I started that. I didn't know where I was going. I thought that after the third extremely. <laughs> How are you? I say it all the time, but I am tired. Yeah, boy. Like, I had a moment today um, where I was literally texting my wife. She was upstairs and I was downstairs. We were texting. Classic. And I was like, why are we still so tired? Mm. Like, how, how is it that at lunchtime I am ready to go for an eight hour sleep? Yeah. And she just replied saying, kids. I uh, threaded today threaded i threaded oh the app the app yeah not is the, that what it, not sewing i don't know i put something on threads they, they didn't think that through did they no <laughs> so i i put on threads today true story it was half past 10 this morning and i still had blurry eyes <laughs> <laughs> and i was asleep about 15 minutes before you got here <laughs> fell asleep putting the kids to bed fell asleep before they did I've had a few moments over the last couple of days where I've just zoned out, like properly, yeah. properly zoned out. Like my vision is just focused on a singular point and like I couldn't tell you what happened, what I've missed. So I was at work on Sunday at church <coughs> where I'm the pastor there. And so my job after the service, you know, chatting to people. I, and thankfully I was with my wife. Someone was talking to us about a quite a serious thing. And uh, they just went, why do you look so sad? And she went, no, I've got to be honest. He's just checked out. <laughs> I had like fallen asleep, like with my eyes open. Thankfully, like good friends of that person, and they understood. Oh my but I was word. so tired. I was like a zombie. <laughs> so bad. I know. 
I hope your bosses aren't listening. <laughs> Thankfully, their their husband had done the same thing, and uh, it was good. Yeah, it was a good moment. You in the bro zone? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the bro zone layer. Huh? The bro zone. Layer. Well, this weekend I uh, I went to a fancy dress party. I you fully committed to this? I did. My wife dragged me down with her. Wow. I, uh, it was I, impressive. I saw the photos. I dressed as a Smurf. And we blew up. Head to toe. Oh. <laughs> it looked like it. It, was, it looked like it. Yeah. Hands, face, a little bit of back. <laughs> Painted blue. What, what paint did you use? I don't know. It was, it was from Amazon. It went on very well. Did not come off well. Oh, really? No. My, I've lost a lot of layers of skin on my face. Just scraping it off. <laughs> How is this related, though? I hear you ask. How is it related? So we got home from the party, still very much blue. And I always check on our kids last thing before bed. Yep. Check Luca. He's fine. Blued up. Blued up. No. Check Myla. She sat up. I have never left a room so quickly in my life. I just thought, oh no, like she's going to be scarred. She's going to petrify her. And she's, a, she's in this little phase at the minute where she goes, no daddy, because she hates the car seat. Yeah. So whenever I put her in the car seat, she goes, no daddy. But she started to do it now, even when I'm not doing anything. So I like, hear my wife putting her shoes on her and she'll go, no daddy. And I could just imagine the level of no daddy if I'm this blue faced. Oh. So I, I darted out the room and I don't think she saw me. So she's not scarred? No. One way to test it, put the uh, Blue Man group on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> no, daddy! <laughs> no! <laughs> so yeah, had a had a fun old fancy dress party at the weekend. Didn't scar my child. Wow. Wow. Every cloud. <laughs> Every cloud. <laughs> um, quick question for you. Ooh, got on then. Is your Christmas tree still up? No. Ah, oh, it. It's not up, but it's not put away. Blown over? <laughs> and this has just reminded me as well. It's it's in the bag that, you, yeah. that it comes in. It's, it's obviously a, a fake Christmas tree. Um, but it's actually still in the garden. And you've just reminded me that it's still in the garden. So you've, you've got uncovered. Uncovered. Yeah. So I, I took it out, left it in the garden because... I just had something else to do. It must have been to do with Noah. And I'd forgot to go put it in the garage. Mm. That was two weeks ago. Mate, been it. The wildlife that's going to be in there. It's going to stink, isn't it? Mate, and it's rained. <laughs> We've had that weird weather, haven't we, where it's just warm, but it rains every like hour or so. Yeah, so I'm, I genuinely had forgotten about it until you just asked. It is probably a protected site now, that tree. <laughs> There's, there's going to be so many species in there that you're not allowed to bin it. But th- this is this is like a good example of what my life feels like right now. I am so tired that I'm just losing track of everything. Like a felled tree. <laughs> like a felled tree. I'm leaving Christmas trees out in the garden. What else am I doing? I'm just forgetting what I'm supposed to do. Falling asleep and during conversations. Yeah. I just <laughs> it's dire. I need ignoring to, people's <laughs> life problems. I need a solid like twelve hour sleep, and that's not happening anytime soon. No, don't think so. <laughs> well, hopefully this is a quick one. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off to bed. We'll see you next week. But well, I was listening to a podcast the other day on the way into work, and someone said something that I thought I, you know I completely disagree with that, and that was uh, that was us. 
<laughs> I was listening back to the last episode and uh, I asked you the question, would you rather lose time or money? And you were like, oh, I'd rather lose money than time. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, me too. That's completely wrong. <laughs> I'd obviously just misheard you. I am so tight when it comes to money. I would, and like when you've lost, when you've lost time and like say you've lost an hour or so waiting for something, you go, what have I lost? Time. I've lost a bit of time. Yeah, time yeah. over money. I, I don't like losing money. I don't like wasting <laughs> money. I don't like buying things and feeling like I've not got value for money. So, so you'd rather lose money than precious time? No. Wait, I'd rather lose time than money. Yeah, I would rather lose time than money. Did we say it differently? Yeah. Oh, no, I'd rather lose money any day. Now I'm wondering, have I heard it wrong again? <laughs> <laughs> you can always get more money. So you'd rather lose money than time? Uh, yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> I would rather lose money than time. Time is more precious to you. Yes. Other way around for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because I haven't got a lot of money. <laughs> Just keep what I've got. <laughs> I think I haven't got a lot because I've chose time all the time. Oh, it's because you're wasting Christmas trees. Yeah. <laughs> left, right and centre. That, but that's the thing. I would rather... And this is poor financial advice. I'd rather lose the Christmas tree and ensure that the time is well spent. I mean, it's poorly managed anyway, because I'm just so tired. However, I'd, yeah, I'd quite happily choose time every day you've, over money. You've lost two weeks to that tree. <laughs> it's gone. I can always buy a new Christmas tree. It's true. See, I'd rather not. There's a, there's a James Acaster joke. I'd be washing it. Where he's like, you know, that when people say, um, that that's an hour that you never get back. Yep. Every hour is an hour that you'll never get back. It's true. No matter how good it was. Exactly. Whether it was well spent or not. <laughs> True. But yeah, there we go. So yeah, disagreed with myself. I think, I genuinely think there's something probably about my traumatic experiences in life that have probably put me into that position. Because I wouldn't have said I was that way all the time. Mm. It's only in the recent couple of years where I've shifted that extreme position of time over money, regardless. Because... Like, so my wife had brain surgery and then when Noah was born, that was all really traumatic and no amount of money could help that situation. Like it was helpful in like when Em was in hospital in London, getting a hotel and stuff like that, that was helpful, but it didn't make the treatment any better. Mm. It's probably different in different countries when you have to get insurance for healthcare. (laughs) Hot topic. (laughs) But I think because of that perspective, because it's been so close to losing things that are like really valuable, money can't afford those things. So now it's like, oh, I'll just choose time. So now I feel like a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with myself the first time when I disagreed with myself. <laughs> I've got something, you've put something on the nose. You've put past the parcel, Bluey. <clears throat> or yeah. is it past the parcel, Bluey? So my daughter recently turned three. Yep. And at her birthday party, we did pass the parcel. Love that. And during that, one of my friends turned to me and went, oh, are you doing the bluey version or the normal version? And I went, I don't know what you're talking about. Today I watched that episode where they did pass the parcel on bluey. And one of the dads got really angry because there was a present every layer. Oh, yeah. And he was like, we're not doing that. We're doing it the proper way. There's only one present because life has disappointment. Yeah. And at the end of the episode, all the kids wanted to do that, that version. Yeah. That, that was it. Is that what you did then? We did that, yeah, out of necessity, because we left it la- till last minute to do the past the parcel. 
been wasting time. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we did uh, Pasta Parcel last year and I, I was really clear with like all the parents. I was like, are we, are we doing it where everybody wins and because it's Luca's birthday, he gets the last one? And they were like, well, what do you want to do? I was like, I just want to do it random. I want to turn around. I don't want to see. I want to pause it. If the same person wins every single time, they win every single time. Yeah. If my son doesn't get anything, even on his birthday, that's the way the cookie crumbles. So we ended up doing two past the parcels. It was the first time was completely random. Like there was only one present in the middle. Were you the, the music no, master? No, my wife was, M was. She turned it back to everyone. She was like, this is, Kids have to learn disappointment. I'm like, they're three. But it's, was, a, it's a pressure I didn't <laughs> like. Okay. And it was a bit awkward. However, it was fine. There were a few tears and some wrestling matches going on between children and their parents. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite funny. Um, but the last one, she was like, ah, oh, no, we can win the last one because it's her birthday. And I was yeah. like, she's got plenty of presents. She doesn't need another one. But she won. I think the main present for us was something he already had. <laughs> So you know what? There's a load of people here. Let's let's ship some stuff off. <laughs> let's have a clear out. <laughs> Go around. Put a present every layer. Then that way. If you attended Lucas' party last year, that is not true. <laughs> that toy actually used to belong to him. <laughs> We've had uh, one thing's happened this week, which wasn't. Uh, I'm going to sound bad this way. Wasn't that exciting, but is also really exciting at the same time. It's one of those things that before you're a parent, go. That's not a big deal at all. Yeah. My daughter, Noah, she's three. She got a medal at a, uh, a dance class. Oh. And what uh, for? that's a good question. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, is it a gymnastics? She completed all of the things that you're supposed to complete. Um, so it's not everybody's a winner. You only get it if you complete the things. Yeah. Um, but she was so excited about her medal that she's like still wearing it. Yeah. Because she's so proud that she's achieved something and got this medal. Like she came to see me during work so she could show me her medal. Uh, she was that excited. She, she walked to church on Sunday. Oh, come she was on. like, my medal. That's and it's so like, nice. before having my own child, I just thought, that's a bit weird. Kids don't need medals. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, it's, it's lovely. <laughs> Go get your medal. I'm so proud. <laughs> Someone comes around. Go get me your medal. It's not even a gold medal, it's, it's a bronze medal. Is it? Yeah. At least it's not plastic. Well, I said, well, <laughs> well, it probably is plastic, but <laughs> I did say I was disappointed she didn't, didn't get gold. Uh, I didn't say that to her. <laughs> Next time. So do you, do you know, because obviously, you know, Noah was premature and literally like nearly died, stopped breathing, heartbeat stopped like many times. Do you like have that heightened level of pride because of that? I think you have a... I think you you do. Oh, it's, it's difficult to compare because she's my only daughter, so yeah. I, I don't know how other parents feel. But there is definitely a there's moments, especially like at her birthday and at like big family gatherings, where it's like ah, oh, like I'm. It's extra special that we actually got to be here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've spoken to other parents who have had similar like scenarios, and they do say like it's impossible to orchestrate those events that even like the entire family around you have a different kind of connection to that child because it's the we almost lost lost them and so it, it's different which isn't necessarily replicated for other children yeah but it's not an, any more or less it's just it's, it's a very different connection and because it is it's that 
like really cheesy saying like you never know what you've got until you lost it. Mm. Well, it's you never know what you've got until you've nearly lost it, <laughs> and then you kind of realise. Um, but I think there's there's definitely a heightened scent around health and all that sort of stuff when it comes to achievement. I'm just trying to be like over and this is probably a reflection of like my own upbringing and probably what Alistair what's his face said from my first five years <laughs> Alistair Bryce there we go Alistair Bryce Clark. like the way you parent is a reflection or retaliation to how you've been parented like I tried to respond to every little achievement with like outrageous joy yeah like make everything a big deal um like things like dance classes and stuff like that or extracurricular classes were never really a big deal for us growing up. It was just what, what you did. Yeah. Um, like my brother used to play football and it was like, oh, it's just, he plays football. And like it was prioritized, but it was never made a massive deal of. Whereas I kind of like the way of like making a big deal of any sort of minor achievement. Yeah. And I know that probably make my daughter have a massive head and really arrogant, but that's a future problem. <laughs> it's a future me problem. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So she's got a medal. She's really proud. She's got a medal. She's really proud. And it just means that we're now going to have to continue paying for gymnastics lessons. I used to do, I used to do gymnastics. Do you know what? It looks really fun. Yeah. When, when I took Noah, I wanted to do all the stuff. Well, you did a backflip recently. I did. That was very impressive. On the trampoline. Yeah. I must clarify. <laughs> Still, though, I can't do a backflip. I'd like to be able to do a backflip on the ground but I feel like this stage of life has now passed where the risk is okay your ankles <laughs> like if something goes wrong now there's a far higher pi- price to pay than if I was 18 and doing it yeah yeah that, they have, that's a night in a <laughs> it's an evening you won't get back <laughs> but of all the sports that I did and all the clubs that I did like gymnastics is the one that I think I should have stuck at that really yeah because, like, football, I love it and I still play it, but I'm not very good. Were you good at gymnastics? I was like, well, no one else was doing it. It's true. Less competition. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I've tried pretty much most sports and that's probably the one that I was had the best chance of succeeding in. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to think, like, size, stature, all that kind of stuff. Like, football, I'd have been too small anyway. I did rugby. Nimble. That was... That was a terrible idea. <laughs> but yeah, gymnastics. I feel like I could have done all right with that. Oh, it's not too late. I mean, it is, but... It is, mate, it's far it's... too late. <laughs> it is. Do you know what something that gets me? is like when you hear sports people like, oh, they're coming to the end of their prime now. They're 32. And I'm yeah. like... <laughs> yep. It's like, oh, he's the wrong side of 30. I'm like, dear me. That's the, like the realisation as you get older, isn't it? That you actually have missed the boat on a lot of stuff yeah and it's like how do you deal with that that was a little bit hard you know well not hard but it's one of those things where I just thought what have I done yeah with myself like now those because it is window of opportunity and you know we live in a young person's world and all that kind of stuff which makes you sound really old but you, there's not too many things that you can start and there's always something you can do but how often do you see someone break through and it's like oh they're 32 33 it's, it's interesting. I was looking at that the other day, like um, Harrison Ford mm. got his break in acting when he was like 40 or something. No way. Yeah. Ricky Gervais again, like actually broke through when he was much older. There you go. I'm going to go to Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> There's still time. Yeah. I mean, they weren't gymnasts, but 
<laughs> but they were both really good at something. <laughs> so it's not it's not too late to It's never too late. For some things it is. Yeah. So gymnastics, <laughs> football, <laughs> roll about. Ice skating, that was another one I did. That actually that that was the one that I was best at, was ice skating. We should compile a list of things that have are too late now. I will challenge anyone to an ice skating race. Really? And oh, I love confident. ice skating. Oh, we should do that. I challenge you. Let's do it. <laughs> Can't stop, but I'm really fast. <laughs> I've been ice skating in about three years. Four it. years. Five years. Five years. I can't remember. We used to go every year for Leanne's birthday. Oh, this might be an unfair advantage. She's a, a December baby. So you'd like proper get into it? I used to go a lesson. Got to grade eight. As, as grades? Oh, yeah. What do you do? Stopping. Did you have to I missed that one. <laughs> pirouette? Is that a, Mate, all sorts. Is that a ballet thing? Yeah, turns. <laughs> different ways of turning. Different ways of going backwards. Can you go backwards? Yeah. Oh, can you? Ways of going from the front to the back. Oh, I, I feel felt like... flat on my face once turning and I honestly thought I'd knock my teeth out. It was the worst. I feel like I would, I, I, I now want to watch you ice skate. Well, it wouldn't be pretty. Like it's been a while. <laughs> I didn't know there were grades. I can yeah. go forward and that's it. 10 grades of general skating and then you specialize. So I got what to grade. What specialties? So I was How deep do, does this go? I was going to do speed skating. That was mine. Like full lycra. Yeah. She gets to wear one of those long helmets. Well, Hopefully, that was the goal. That's why I got into it. I have the long skates. So yeah, I did uh, <clears throat> did seven grades and then stopped at grade eight. Wow, window of opportunity. Story of my life, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just run. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Good thing that um, we've got some, a lot of messages from uh, from listeners, which I'd love to get to. But before we get that, get to that, uh, Noah started doing this thing. Um, whenever like we ask her to do something, whatever it is, her immediate response is no. Teenager, teenager, and I was about to say, I know it's <coughs> overused. I know it. I know a teenager is overused, but it genuinely feels like I have a teenager. Yeah. That still can't wipe her own bottom. (laughs) That is a bridge that we are soon to have to cross with him starting in September, starting school. Yeah. I can't be dealing with it. They're so sassy. Mm. Sassy and just, I think they're the centre of the universe. They are though, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Centre of my universe. (laughs) Uh, We've had some messages. We've had a lot of messages to get into. Go on then. 20 minutes in. You know what time, you know what it's time for? <laughs> Opening <laughs> questions. 
So this week's opening question comes from Karen on Instagram, who says, to my faves, which is lovely. Oh, lovely. Here is a question. Before children, when did you think, gosh, that's a grown-up thing I just did? Mine was when I moved into my first flat and I bought my very own Dyson from Curry's. <laughs> I used to work at Curry's. Did you? Yeah, when I was a student. Wow. I was that person that was like, you all right, sir? I actually once went up to someone and was like, you all right, sir? And they turned around and went, madam. <laughs> That was, a, that was a bad one. Um, so she said, I bought my first Dyson from Curry's and this week I bought a plunger and used it. I mean, it didn't work and I needed a plumber man called Brad to clean the pipes. <laughs> Brackets. <laughs> Not a euphemism. <laughs> I, apparently, I need new pipes and other plumbery type things. But still, I'm now the proud owner of a plunger. <laughs> Immediately, sorry, I have a question which might sound odd. Do not most plumbers have their own plumbery type things? Since when do you have to provide the tools? <laughs> Brad? I've got, I need some questions. I've got the supplies. So it didn't. So it didn't work. And then she called. She called Brad. Got you to come and clean her pipes. <laughs> That's so funny. So yeah, thank you, Karen, for the question. So uh, anything that you bought before kids made you feel I'm old. This sounds like really trivial, but when I bought my own pillows for my bed, yeah, that's a grown-up thing. That was. It didn't happen before I moved out. It was once I'd moved out, I then had to buy my own pillows. But I was able to buy the fancy pillows. Oh, what'd you go for? It it wasn't fancy. It was just fancy in Sainsbury's at the time. (laughs) The more expensive ones. Deluxe. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of buying like the cheapest ones. Yeah. It was just one of those moments I remember. Did you try it out in the shop first? Only like by squishing it. See, I've, I've tried to do this in Ikea where I like put my head on the pillow and they're quite high up, so it's like tiptoe. <laughs> and it's just like a shelf in your chest. I was like, this is not comfortable. The thing is, it's like when, when you become an adult, like you're an adult age, but you don't have the necessary adulting experience to make the right purchases. So now I have a certain pillow type. That's such a good point. It's, isn't it? Yeah. Like so I, I've spent a lot of money on pillows. <laughs> like pillows are important to me. Yep. Um, I spent, I'm once spent 50 quid on a pillow. 50 quid? 50 quid. Because it came with a special mattress that we were buying, and fifty it, pounds. Yeah. Oh gosh. And time I don't use is it. more important than money to you. <laughs> <laughs> and was it worth it? No. Because oh. I was immature. I didn't know what type of pillow I wanted or needed in what my we, life. What were we talking? Feathers. It was memory foam. Memory foam. Memory foam. Yeah. That's where you're going. And wrong. I, it, it was. It was. It was good. But no, I need. I need a. a a smaller height pillow. So you like a flat pillow, do you? Well, I, I like a big squishy pillow, mm. but apparently for your posture, a pillow that's not too big is better for you. For a, for a side sleeper. This is proper first world problems. <laughs> I know it is. But when you go to a hotel and there's two pillows and when you have two, it's too high and you take one away <laughs> and then the one is too low. That is the worst situation to be in. I, I would argue it's even worse. I'm going to correct myself. It's not <laughs> worse. 
it's not the worst situation to be but in. It, it's, it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant at But all. I'd say it's even worse when even one is too high. And then you are... Because yeah. you can't go anywhere with that. No if, it, go. if it's not high enough, you can fold it over. Yeah. Or get some towels. Yeah. But if it's too high, that's it. You're in for a rough night. Oh, that's such a good point. <laughs> this is such a strange conversation. The, the, do you know what? These are the conversations that I love. <laughs> These are the ones that really get me going. <laughs> what was the thing that you purchased that thought, oh, I'm now an adult? TV license. Ah, oh, well, that's a depressing one. Broadband. And being excited that it was really fast. Yes. Which is... It's that, it's that moment, of, again, when you become an adult, you realise you have full control over it. It's yeah. only later down the road where you go, I wish I didn't have this control and it wasn't so expensive. Yeah. Whereas when you first knew, to, it's, it's great because yeah. it's worth the control. I think even when I went to uni, my mum and dad still bought me a lot of things like pillows and do, like bedding and didn't have to buy too much stuff. Would still come home and do my washing. Like I'd be on the train with a <laughs> massive bag of washing. Um, what did I buy? I, I, I worked in Next for a summer when I was at uni. Um... And I got paid and I bought myself an electric toothbrush. And I was like, you're, you're so boring. But, but I really enjoyed it. And I've, I've never gone back. Don't like a manual now. Again, it's first world problems. But there, there are sometimes even now, you know, as, as a, a bloke in my 30s with two kids, I just I hate being an adult. Yeah. Do you know when like, you get a letter? I just think, oh, for flip's sake, what is this going to be? Yeah, I don't understand why I still get letters. Through the post. Email me. I saw a meme the other day. It was like, when I was younger, I used to be jealous of my mum and dad getting letters. And now when I get a letter, just like, what is this? (laughs) I'd rather not. Yeah. Nah, it's not for me. Just think when things break, I'm like, now it's my responsibility to deal with this. Do you know what? That's that's the worst. (laughs) It's not the worst, but it's one of the worst things. I have done nothing. Like we had a rat problem recently. could hear scratching in the wall. The notorious rat. And I'm thinking, I've done nothing to... This is no one's doing, but now it is my problem to deal with. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, we got rid of it. But, <laughs> and, and do you know what? It felt like a win. It was a win. But yeah, it becomes your problem. Yeah. Yeah. When you're a child, everything's so trouble-free. Because a house over the road, they uh, re-landscape their garden. So... It disturbed something. Oh, so the rat moved. The rat moved, found a oh. hole under our ga- uh, garage, under our conservatory, and made itself a home. Wow. And I had to deal with that. But you did. Adulting is the worst. We've had a message from... International, international listeners! <laughs> Come on. Corey from Australia, mate. G'day, Corey. I'm a bit confused, because he's got Jeff in his username. Classic. Classic Australians. You love it, Corey. That's so cool. They're so cool, aren't they? Just Australians in general. The, the bants. Well, that was rubbish. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Australia. <laughs> he says this. Hey, fellas. Corey from Australia here. Just wanted to say thank you for the podcast. I've been watching for a while now after finding out my wife was pregnant. I tried a lot of podcasts, but your humour and content spoke to me from a soon-to-be-dad level that the others just didn't. My wife had our little boy, Levi Elias Fitch Jeffrey a couple of days ago and thanks to you i felt prepared and calm the past couple of days how mad is that that's lovely so keep up the good work guys and if you're ever if you ever come to australia for a holiday let me know and we can grab some beers by the beach oh i'd take you up on that that sounds amazing 
I'll take a beer on the beach. Ah, oh, and also, like, massive congratulations. Congratulations to you. That also you. explains the Jeffrey, because it's the last last name. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. That's a bit slow. That's <laughs> fine. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you so much for that message, Corey. Thank you, Corey. Wow, that's so lovely. So listening as a soon-to-be dad. Because people say, oh, you've scared me. But <laughs> it doesn't sound like we scared Corey. Sounds like we prepared him. I would like to know from Corey, what content made you feel prepared? Yeah. And how are you finding it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not the content, being a dad. Being a dad. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Those early days are so good, aren't they? Well, they're, they're all good. But like, <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, congrats. We, do you know what? We need to get over to Australia. I would love to. We need we need the, the Australian tourist board to jump jump on the pod. <laughs> Take us to Australia. We'll do some work with Bluey. Oh, that, oh that's a that's a dream it's right there. It's coming together. <laughs> and then we can go hang out with Corey on the beach. That sounds so cool. Can we put a, a shrimp on the barbie? Oh, that's my like American word. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. That was worse than mine. <laughs> That's up there with you saying my name was Michael McIntyre. <laughs> so we've had another message from an international, an international listener. This is from Yeva, a regular listener and contributor to the podcast. Returning, Returning with, a with a message. So cast your mind back. We had a message from Yeva saying, not a parent yet, but uh, we're going to start trying soon. And then we had a message from Yeva saying, we're pregnant. Oh, yeah. And we've had another message from Yeva saying, hey guys, hope you're doing great. Just wanted to share some news. Baby Maya Matilda has arrived. And again, sorry if we said that wrong. Oh, that's amazing. Now you have a new international listener. Totally heard you two singing that as I typed it. <laughs> Joining the club. Can't wait to catch up with the last couple of episodes. Cheers from Norway. Oh, just That's, that's so wholesome. <laughs> Congratulations to Massive you, congratulations. That's amazing. So good. Oh, it makes you happy, doesn't it? Make, makes, makes my heart joyful. Wholesome. It's very wholesome. Wholesome couple of messages. Congratulations, guys. And thanks for letting us know. Oh, I love it. Thanks for sharing the journey. It, gen- it genuinely makes, like, we, we enjoy doing this anyway. Yeah. But these messages, like, it's hard to describe like, yeah. the emotion that it conjures up. But it makes me feel very, very warm. Very warm indeed. Yeah. Makes it all feel worthwhile. It does. We've got loads of messages. Shall I keep going? Yeah, keep rolling. Got another one from Ellie from Instagram. Oh, this this is a good one. How are kids so ill and sad and give you the worst night's sleep ever, make you start to really panic about how poorly they are, then the moment they step, moment is in capitals, they step <laughs> foot into a hospital slash doctor surgery, they are the picture of health and the happiest baby in the world. Classic. It's a parenting phenomenon, I swear. It is indeed. I imagine you've got more experience of this than me. Have you ever encountered this? No. This has happened several times for us. <laughs> I can imagine. Like, genuinely fearing the worst. Like, think this is it. Like we we've had several close calls as we've mentioned. Yep. Um, like nine 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 emergencies, and then when you've been through that, you you it's, panic. It's a lot of emergencies. You, you, yeah. <laughs> it's nearly a thousand. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. 
Ooh, I calm down for that one. <laughs> so when it's not like absolute critical, you, it's still serious. You don't call 999. You, you still go to A&E. Yeah. And like there have been times where we've been really worried. And then literally as soon as you get in, like the, Noah's gone from like limp and like be really unresponsive to dancing, singing, having a great time. Yeah. It's like she just wanted to go make some new friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where can we go? Let's go to hospital. But it's, it's always so stressful. Like the build up to going to hospital is also really stressful. That decision. The decision and yeah. like you're debating, you're going, is this serious enough? Do we need, like need to cancel all our plans? Like, are we just overreacting? That's a really difficult mental. Yeah sort of battle that you go through especially when there's two of you involved differing opinions and it's like actually I don't want to be the one that says we shouldn't go and it turns out to be something serious yeah that's so like mentally draining and then when you get there it's just like oh, they were they were just fine yeah just it's, it's like your your relief is overshadowed by annoyance yeah how do you feel she's fine fuming she's fine I'm livid <laughs> So would you prefer there to be something wrong? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, any time we've gone to hospital is, I think we've been maybe twice. Um, one was, he dropped a, um, a metal teapot, like an ornament teapot on his foot. Ooh. And his he was just screaming for ages. And his foot was quite, his toe was really quite badly bruised. So we're thinking, is it broken? Another time we found a lump on his neck. And it's kind mm -hmm. of like, you've got no, there's no decision. There's no like, oh, should we say, mm. let's see if Calpol does the trick. It's like, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go. And then we end up spending the night. So it's kind of the two we've had a quite obvious, you go to yeah. hospital. Kind of, well, the first one we, we didn't because <laughs> it's just a bruised toe. It's like, well, nothing <laughs> you can do about that. No, what can you do? Like you give, get an x-ray and yeah. see if it's broken. But then even if it is, it's a toe, you can't do anything. Can't so we were like, anything. give him Calpol, a bit of painkillers. And then they said, phone 111, go, you know, go tomorrow if it's still bad. And he was fine. But the second one was like, yeah, go to hospital. Mm -hmm. But I find this because, you know, because doctor's wait times are so long. Yeah. By the time you get in, you, you sorted yourself out anyway. Yeah. And that's, it's like usually like four hours or something where we are in AD. I'm talking like three weeks. Oh, like to see a doctor, phone, like a doctor's yeah, appointment. Yeah, you phone the yeah. GP, like there's something wrong, like coming three weeks. So there's not going to be anything wrong then. So gen <laughs> we've, oh, we've not found that. Generally, like with, with kids, it's usually the same day. Oh, with kids, yeah. Yeah, yeah. with us it's not. It's, you, can, you can wait a couple of weeks. I like but, to call their bluff. <laughs> really? It's like, is there any appointments available today? No. Oh, they're three years old. Forgot to mention that. Oh yeah, come now. Mm. <laughs> Convenient. I identify. Well, that's the tricky waters. <laughs> I identify as a three-year-old. Yeah, come on in, Mister Heron. What's your date of birth? Height and weight. <laughs> because we've got you down as six foot one. You ever see that film? I'm on the top percentile. <laughs> Did you ever see that film with um, Robin Williams? Uh, Jack. Wait, yeah, yeah, like, quality was, film, like a grown man. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you just uh. <laughs> that's pretty tickled me. And we've had another message. This is our last. No, we've still got others. This is from um, oh, it's an anonymous request. <clears throat> Hello, parents and tools. I just love your podcast. It's so genuine, real, and keeps me laughing whilst out and about with my daughter. Listen to this. 
Recently, I was at a corner shop with my nine-month-old and a woman that works there started talking to me. Just the usual chit-chat from strangers. How old is she? Does she sleep well? Etc. She seemed perfectly normal. (laughs) Until out of the blue, she reached into my baby's pram and took the dummy out of her mouth. Even just typing this now is making my blood boil. My mind went to a million places, but the worst thing is, I was so shocked and caught off guard, I kind of froze and didn't have a response to what had just happened. I just walked off and I'm still kicking myself for not saying how inappropriate it was. Anyway, all of this to lead to my opening question. (laughs) We're nearly finished. (laughs) What's the weirdest slash most annoying thing a stranger has done when you were out with your kids? And what was your response? Let's take it back to the first part of the message. I didn't see the question bit, <laughs> as you might have guessed. Wow. Wow. Did she keep it? That, that. Yeah, just, that's mine. Yeah. What? Yeah, she didn't specify what, that. What was the reasoning? I'm so confused. Why would someone do that? Why would you think that's appropriate? Like, maybe she wanted to see her smile. But even still, you... That doesn't lead to a smile. Do you take it out Nine and times like, that leads to more crying. She must have just thought babies shouldn't have dummies and took oh, it out. That's weird. Yeah, did she? She wouldn't have. She surely wouldn't have <laughs> kept it. Pocketed it. <laughs> oi, oi. I was looking for one of those. Finders keepers. <laughs> that is weird, isn't it? That, yeah, and but the thing is, though, like, just h- how you respond in those situations. Like, off, I've kicked myself so often for not responding in the moment, but like when you're taken off guard, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. That's it. I'd have done the exact same. Next time you'll be ready though, because <laughs> yeah, because you'll be planning what you could have said, especially because she works there. <laughs> Go back with the dummy in your mouth. <laughs> See what she does there. Take this one. <laughs> Dare you? Now I'm I'm exactly the same. I'd have <clears throat> I'd have laughed or giggled, made a joke of it, like oh we need to get rid of that, or you know I don't know, oh. or she won't be she won't like you for taking that or something, and then. Exactly the same. I'd have left and been like, that is odd. I think because, because it's like, I've, I've heard this as like a story now. If it was to ever happen, I think I'd be ready to say something. Yeah. Like had it happened and I'd not heard that that was everything that's ever happened, I'd just be taken off guard. Yeah. Whereas now I'd, I would just be like, what are you doing? That's weird. That is weird. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. You're justified in the uh, boiling of blood there. In contrast to that, today I was out with Noah, just shopping. Uh, she was in the trolley. She had two little dolls with her. Don't know why she had two, but that was the deal. <laughs> and uh, this old lady came. It's always the old ladies, isn't it? They love it. Um, and she came over and like she was getting pretty close. And I was thinking, oh, this is getting awkward. And then she just said hello and walked away. It was a, it was a nice interaction. But my brain was so much like, don't touch, don't touch, don't like. Because I've heard all these stories. I was like, yeah, yeah boundaries and all that sort of thing i was like on edge ready to just go that's a bit bit strange yeah but she was fine do you know like the tail end of lockdown and covid and stuff and yeah church reopened our son was at like the really toddler age where he just run everywhere but wasn't old enough to know social boundaries (laughs) and like he'd grown up not in a church Mm. sort of thing so like being in this big room was like amazing and uh he's just running up to all these people and we had to sit two meters apart with masks and all the old people loved it they were just like encouraging him to run like one lady was literally clapping him (laughs) 
And I was thinking, please stop going near all these old people because I have to go get him. Yeah. Like, if he comes near you, I have to come near you. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they old people love babies. Yeah, they don't quite always understand social boundaries. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you for my message. And we will come back to the, uh, the question of what's the weirdest slash most annoying thing a stranger has done. I have to think about that one. Yeah, we'll put it on Instagram. Yes. Let us know. Get in touch with us at Parenting Tools Pod. That's a great shout. If you have any stories, questions, comments, send us a message yep. on Instagram or TikTok at Parenting Tools Pod. And we've had a top tool. Top, top tool. tool. Ooh, a little bit off there. Ooh. I think I was sharp. <laughs> <laughs> go on, you go for this one. This is from Megan. Cheers, Megan. She says, hey, little hand emoji. <laughs> Got a top tool for you guys. You may already know about it with a lot of exclamation marks. But the app trolley.co.uk, it helps you search for where your favorite products are cheapest. What? So, for example, products like hair wax or certain conditioners or shampoos, you can search and see where they are currently being sold and at what price. Someone was looking for hair products on trolley.co.uk. So there's two sides (laughs) of this. There's one side where this is a game changer. Yeah. And then there's the other side of what I've just recessed into of I will just take whatever's there. <laughs> Time. Exactly. This, okay, I will clarify. I will clarify that, yeah. If something's 50p more in the shop I am in, I will buy it rather than waste time. That is what. So the, oh, this was three hours going from shop to shop. To save yourself 40p. Just going between the four major supermarkets, doing your list. So um, she's included a screenshot. So we've got some Heinz tomato ketchup. What, what other tomato ketchup are you going to get? Oh, that's the point. That's a good example. Yeah, because you're only going to, not going to mess around with this daddy's or any home brand. Do you know what I mean? So she's got uh, Heinz is cheapest in, I'll let the uh, listeners have a little quiz there. <laughs> it's in Asda. Four pounds. That's expensive. That's, that's a 910 gram bottle. Family size. That's, that's a lot of ketchup. That's a lot of ketchup. That's a lot of tomatoes. <laughs> and it's cheapest by 25 pence. Cheaper than Aldi. So which I'm saying like, oh, on one side, this is, this is fantastic. This is a yeah. genuine top tool. On the other side, that 25p is not going to take me to a different shop. The petrol. If I'm already there. Petrol from Asda to the nearest Aldi. But is, if uh, I am after a specific thing, yeah, it is, that's really helpful. Yeah. Or if you're doing a food shop, you can put it in, see where you're going to generally save the most money. Head there. Does it do it for your whole shopping list? Oh, if oh. it's not, that's a feature request. Let us know, Megan. <laughs> you're really good at that, finding improvements for things. <laughs> well, if you want to hire me as a consultant, <laughs> I'm available. My fee is 25 pence more. <laughs> Should we round off with some uh, some daddy issues this week? Daddy issues? Because I have got one. Oh, God. I've said before, my little girl is a daddy's girl. Yeah. And I love it. It's amazing. And I feel so, I genuinely feel so special. <laughs> but <laughs> my life, she's gone to a new level. She will not let anybody else change her nappy. Really? Only me. <laughs> <laughs> That's problematic. I mean, it's just a bit annoying. Especially when it's a dirty one. Especially if you're out all day. <laughs> it, well, yeah. But like, she'll go, um, 
my wife will go to change her nappy. She'll go, Daddy. No, Daddy. I'm like, let someone else do it. Why do I always have to scoop up the poo? It's affection. It, it's it's too much affection. <laughs> you can keep some of that. Yeah, and I, and, and I I love the fact that she is a daddy's girl. And like, she'll go to someone and go, I want daddy. And I'm like, yes. And she, when I get home, she sprints to me. Oh, and it lovely. is, honestly, it's the best like, oh. highlight of my day. Um, well, both of them do it. And it's just like, mm. but the nappy thing. No, daddy. I'm like, come on, man. Give me a break. <laughs> it's always first thing in the morning as well. What am I going around? Is it something about the technique? I am efficient with wipes. Efficient with wipes? Don't want to brag. But I've, I rarely use more than three wipes. <laughs> Maybe she values money over time. <laughs> she values the environment and what I'm doing to save it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of How to Manage Your Time and Spend All Your Money. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed the rigorous debate. And if you want to send us a message, please do let us know. Uh, your daddy issues, your top tools. If you're an international listener, let us know where you're listening from. And do let us know what is the strangest interaction you've had with a stranger or the weirdest <laughs> thing that they've done. <laughs> do let us know. <laughs> Jason's gone. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.